Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages Current Comment. I'm Eugene. And I am Eric. And today we're going to watch Common Rider Saber, episode 20, chapter 20, To Destroy the Stronghold, The Will of the Sword. It aired January 31st, 2021. It was written by Takuro Fukuda and directed by Hidenori Ishida. And this is the second part of the King Megiddo thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, what is the fourth part of like the second arc? Yeah. The uh, Logos Trader. Right. I don't yeah. know if that's what it's actually called, but that's what they'll call it. And we switch subs again. Yeah. Because these ones are better. Yeah. Uh, anybody who's familiar with it, we went to TV Nihon subs. There's a, there's some contention with TV Nihon because they don't, they leave a lot of things untranslated. Um, And then they also uh, only release hard sub. Mm. Um, but they also release everything. What do you mean? They translate everything, every special, oh, every okay. extra thing. Okay, yeah, they translate so, it. So it's not like just the series, and there you go. Yeah, they do every movie, every special, every spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can't find another group that's done it, Team Neohong's done it. Uh, they've also been doing it for the longest time. Mm. I mean, I think they started in Ryu. Okay, so it's been a while. It's been like. 15, 16 years they've been translating translating uh, Tokusatsu because they do both. Uh, they do uh, Kamen Rider and Super Sentai. Okay, so yeah, they got a lot of work on their plate, huh? And I think Garo too. And they do like tons of stuff and sometimes do extra stuff. Or they'll, they'll go back and release Blu-rays and stuff. They do a lot of work. Now I'm wondering how big their team is because... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Sounds um, like a all-day, everyday job at this yeah, point. Um, but yeah, so we, we went to them because... You know, they, they appear to be the best ones that are actually releasing on a regular schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we rewatched the last episode with the new subgroup to get like the better idea. And it looks like instead of like the Barefoot King, it's the Naked King. Yeah. So it's, it looks like the story is the Emperor's New Clothes. Kind of, sort of. And you were, point, you were talking about how like with uh, a city, with a castle without walls is a naked castle. And that's right. what he's building his walls out of. Yeah, that's stuff. it's a theory. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I don't know the fairy tale. Or is it a fairy tale that it's based off of? Yeah, he's storious. Yeah. So it's it's a story. Okay. Yeah. The whole um, Ember's new clothes about being naked and stuff. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not going to have just a kid running around naked. <laughs> um, although you never know. Yeah. Uh, hey, <laughs> never say never. We've seen we've seen butt on this before. Yes. I mean, not this show, but double. Yeah. yeah. It was still 10 years ago. Yeah. So it's within a, an acceptable time frame to show more booty on camera. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> so uh, yeah. And then we had um, uh, Daishinji fought. Uh, saber yeah yeah because it, it the, the episode ended with him just i don't know not being pleased with uh toma's resolve i'm not really sure what he's looking for like is he well that's the thing daishinji's hard to read yeah it's, just, it's like because like what it is is that either answer is not a favorable answer right because it's like, either 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 toma is a traitor or the source of logos or has toma, a traitor has somewhere a, else has a traitor somewhere else and so neither one is a favorable outcome for him. Yeah. So there's no telling like what he believes at this point. Yeah, especially because he doesn't know if if uh, Sorius lied to him about not knowing about with Sophia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the uh, the subs this time were much more clear as far as Sorius. Because if the other one, it was almost like he was toying with him, whereas this one is more like he's being like, huh, so she's missing, haha. You know, like you've lost her. <laughs> yeah, it's like good for us, bad for you. Yeah, Man, sucks to be you, buddy. Whereas the other one is more like, oh, you didn't know or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember how it was worded, but it was in a way that have you lost her yeah uh so yeah um so yeah so this is an interesting thing so this is also i think one of only two two or three storios plots storios doesn't have many plots yeah i mean well, he has an overarching plot yeah they were kind of setting him up as 
it seemed like they were setting him up for more of a. I mean, there is a thing that he puppeteers. He, he kind of played caliber a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got caliber to do all the hard work. Yeah, because so. I mean, it, it, just this last episode, they they seemed a lot more active or a lot more aggressive with uh, uh, creating new Megiddo than Legio was. Yes, because he just had the one, and then I don't know. It's like he was uh, kind of rearing it almost, like bringing it up. Yeah, because trying he to make that, sure yeah, that having it, comes... it always always fight and stuff. So. Uh, this it looks like their plan is just different now. They yeah. just want more. Yeah, now they have like fingers and who knows how many pies. Five that we know of. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean there's not more. Yeah. Just that you know there's five that we've seen. Yeah. And then uh, uh, you know, Rake is being all shifty. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really it's it's going to be um interesting to see how this plays out at the beginning because uh, you know we know where it's going, but it's it's like okay right now we know Toma is going to. Because uh, there was another attack, yeah, and so he's going to see that. What's that about? And then I'm sitting here wondering, like, so is is Slash going to just go straight back to the base, yeah, with the information rather than go help take out these Megiddo that are popping up everywhere? Yeah. And um, did he is he convinced now that there are humans inside the Megiddo? Because he did I th- hear. I think he is. Yeah, because I, th- I think he heard. Yeah, because at first he was like, "No, I got to do my duty. You know, I got to take these down. So I'm not going to stop." But then he realized, "Oh, he wasn't lying. There's a human there." But then he hasn't seen it be removed you know he hasn't yeah. seen the sort of light in action yet yeah so um he's just all worried about are you searching for power right are you searching for power right so i guess what i'm trying to say is that if they're still trying to kill the megiddo this episode it's understandable because he might not necessarily be 100 percent convinced yeah. or he might not have necessarily relayed the information in a way that the rest of the writers know about it yeah so if there's still that sort of hey don't kill them i'm trying not to kill them thing it's not going to bug me as much with like zero one not sticking up for himself and his property yeah like as a <laughs> As a business owner, yeah, people just pushing your robots down during competitions. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, those, that's mine. <laughs> Don't touch. Those are, those are my things. Yeah, <laughs> hands off my stuff. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but yeah, and then um, uh, the whole Rentaro thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, this episode looks like it's going to be from the trailer. It looks like it's going to be Kenzen wanting to get Kento's sword back. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I think I. It looked like for maybe two frames of it that disaster has shown up. Maybe. Maybe. I could have just been seeing things. Like I said, it was very quick. Just hoping. I'm hoping, yeah. <laughs> hoping for disaster. get more of this in here because I want to see what the, what the heck is going on with this. Like, come on. Yeah. Totally underutilized right now. I hope it has something to do with the later plot. And it was like they were just kind of stringing you along up to this point. Episode 30 from that point on, it's just disaster. Yeah, so sometimes they'll do that. Or like, oh, no, you didn't know this guy was the main bad guy? What are you talking about? <laughs> Like it was there the whole time. You yeah. were paying attention. Or sometimes to be like, "Oh, you mean this? This guy's the main bad guy. Who, who is that? The main bad guy." Like, Dude, <laughs> just, just go with it. Go with it. Somebody <laughs> you've never heard of, I've seen of before. He's the main bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one show. I'm not gonna tell you which one because I'm gonna spoil it. Where like this, the main bad guy changed like three times, three or four times in it, and it was just like it was initially like the the race <laughs> they were fighting up against, but then like you started to like those guys. Oh. <laughs> It was. It would be like if Story was like Lil and Zeus were like charming. Yeah, yeah. Like if they Instead had redeemable of, qualities and they it, were just kind of stuck up. Yeah, it, it would be like they were. Um, the bad guys in this were like almost Magneto level. Okay. Where like you totally understood what they were going about. Yeah, it's like you don't necessarily agree, but it's like. Yeah, and so they. they and then. But it, maybe it, if you were a mutant, you'd be like, okay, no, I do yeah. totally agree now. Yeah, and then. Uh, they had the the next bad guy was like the the dad of the secondary writer who like was actually the big bad guy, but it turned <laughs> out he was he was creating like this super robot, and that was actually the final fight. Okay, <laughs> that, that came out in like the last two episodes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, you just what what it was is that get whiplash from what like what it was is like this. Um, they kind of wrote themselves in the corner because the big bad guy, the secondary big bad guy reveal was the reveal of the secondary writer's father. Mm. So the secondary writer had to fight him. Okay. So they needed someone else for the main writer to fight against. And uh, his and the first bad guys who like are now somewhat allies. They mm. needed something for them to fight against, but they had used everything already. So they're like, "A uh, new thing." Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because actually, the fight between the secondary writer and his dad was a good fight, and like that was that was the satisfying thing. The other thing is like, yeah, whatever. Okay, so they probably should have just ended it on that. But they couldn't because yeah. they needed the main writer to have the final fight. Right. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, I won't tell you what show that is. It's a wild swing. Okay. So, um, yeah, you'll forget about it before we get there. <laughs> I'm totally sure I will. Uh, people listen. It's just like sometimes we'll probably be like, dude, he's giving away too many spoilers. But it's, it's like it's no years context. away. Yeah. And I don't give you the name of the show. Yeah. And, and by so- that point, then I probably would have figured out. Uh, if if I could remember an obscure conversation we had one time during a podcast, <laughs> yeah, you know, five or more years ago, it's uh, good on me, I suppose. Elephant's memory, but yeah, <laughs> I have a feeling that's not going to happen. I mean, there's been multiple times where I probably told you the same story, and you probably just be like, "Yeah, this sounds cool." Yeah, it's like no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, so we are going to uh go watch them try to take the stronghold. Yeah, go beat up a weird fairy king thing with a weird kid inside who likes diorams <laughs> and he maybe has cancer yeah no I'm just kidding. yeah <laughs> he does it all right let's go on okay we'll be back okay and we are back and so it's like it's moving forward but i don't know like i think i will at the end but i don't know if i like or dislike this episode right now yeah that's uh <laughs> I, yeah, I feel a lot of the same Usually way. Usually I have like a jerk reaction like right away. Yeah. And after I watch it the first time, because we watch it twice when I haven't seen it yet. Uh, when I watched it the first time, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's an okay episode. And then I watch it the second time, I'm like. Yeah. See, this one's uh, very love-hate for me because it's like I have a lot of things that I dislike about this episode, like numerous things that I can say that annoyed me about this. But there's also things that I like, and the things that I like, I like a lot. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah, about the plot, it's like it, it's going forward, but it's like they're picking and choosing what parts of the plot to advance, except that it, it's not like it's a bunch of subplots. They're all kind of the same plot. It, the main problem is, and I think we'll probably run against the entirety of Sabres, how many writers there are yeah it's it's more like the plot's advanced but not everyone's aware that the plot is advanced <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like wait is, am i supposed to be having different emotions now? yeah yeah what what part am i on yeah which where is my character in this story right yeah. now like where are, on the where on the roller coaster of this story am i at yeah <laughs> uh so it starts out with uh omnipotent tassel once again showing you his godlike power yeah being uh, being it, small super small yeah, yeah. Just a little tiny tassel. Not even a stack of, what, like three books? Yeah. Smaller you know, than that? So he can multiply. How many powers does he have? He can, he can fly. Fly. Multiply. Teleport. Seize the, everything that's happening as he's if he's there. Past and present. Yeah. Probably future. He, he's, um, yeah, he can multiply. He can fly. He can, uh, yeah. There's also, have, has, he, has he gone big yet? No, not yet. I feel like that's going to be the next one. <laughs> that's just my, just my guess right now is the next episode he's going to be big. Yeah, it's just like, you just do whatever you want. Um, so, uh, but yeah, he's basically, he does this quick recap yeah. thing. Oh, and he's friends with animals. Y- yeah, because he has a bird on his shoulder. <laughs> um, uh, he, but he actually points out that Rick is, uh, Rake has been acting shifty. Suspicious, yeah, shifty, definitely. Uh, so now it's out in the open. Yeah, now that Tassel said it, it's yes. the truth. 
Yes, it is now been made. He determines made. how this story will end. Yeah. <laughs> Rintaro is at his, uh, not Rintaro, but Toma's at his beck and call. Yeah. Um, he, he affords Toma the right to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it, the the episode starts off with them uh, arriving late yet again yes. to uh, a, a wall of cars. Because yeah. yeah. uh, so the you know at the end of the last episode, May said, "Hey, we got you know a sighting," and they rush off. And then yeah. when they get there, there's nobody there. It's just a big old wall of cars. And so they're like, "He's been just building these things and running away." Yeah, and they're like, "What the heck? What's this? What's the purpose for this? What the what's the point?" Yeah, you know. Um, and uh, so they're like, if we, the only way that we're going to be able to stop this is to get there before he does it, yeah. not when he's halfway through doing it. So, so let's to, split up. Yeah, let's split up and try to, you know, get ahead of it somehow. Yeah, suss out what's going on. And then, and then Toma's like, you take Yuri. And she's like, what? Come on. Come on. <laughs> and Yuri's over there trying to fly on a bicycle Yeah, or so there, there's a, over on the side is... Uh, a site where they're saying, hey, don't dump your trash here because there's, like, an abandoned bike. Yeah. And I guess somebody, like, put a piece of paper on it saying, hey, don't leave this here. It's... Yeah. So, anyways, he's over there learning to ride a bike for the first time, I guess. Poorly because he, like, lays on the seat and he's <laughs> just, like, scooting it. Like, I don't know if you know this. I, I can't ride a bike. I don't have the – I don't know how. Um, I never learn. But I know that this is not how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know enough to know. <laughs> this is not the way. Yeah. Uh. So – this is the start of of like Yuri's things. Like this one is kind of uh charming, but later on it just gets worse and worse throughout the episode. Yes, yes. There's a lot of okay. So I've complained before. Once I think it was a double episode. I complained about there being too much goofiness, but it was organic. Yeah, amongst the characters, like you can see that they had their own little quirks and they were interacting in weird ways. <laughs> this was so forced. I feel like this episode was very forced as far as the the comedy. Yeah. Because I was like, never, I wasn't tickled. I think what it is it. is that they're trying to lighten it a little bit because it is serious th- stuff going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're trying to add a little bit of levity because all of the heroes are fighting each other. Yeah, like I, I can later see on that. when the, the levity happens, like it's just like it was a very serious part. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's what makes me the, the saltiest about it is that it would have been a good scene had it not been like toned down by the the kind of forced goofy. Oh yeah, but I can see. It, now that you mention it, yeah, I can see it being. Uh, they're they're like, ah, oh, this is a bit much. What's our target audience? What are we doing? With yeah, this? this is a bit much. Let's let's just put a little bit of humor in it. Yeah. You know? So so in hindsight, knowing who it's for, that's fine. It was just one of those things where I'm like, don't just just get out of here. Yeah, I could see where I was just like, really. But part of me, like I I always say, it's not for me. Uh huh. Yeah. My enjoyment of it is not the the focus of this. If I enjoy it, the people who made it are like, yeah, great, whatever. Right. But it, but they're like, but if you don't enjoy it, they'd be like, it's not for you. Yeah, I think that's definitely the case. My, uh, think of it this way: is if you're like, if if a chef's at the restaurant and um, you can complain to the chef that my friend's meal wasn't good and your chef's like, did he like it? He's like, yeah, but I didn't like it. Yeah. He's like, it wasn't meant for you. Yeah, I guess my best <laughs> analogy is that I've had some vegan dishes that I like, but there's a lot of vegan dishes I don't like. Yeah. And I, every time I have one of those and I'm sitting there like, oh, this is crap, I remind myself, oh, yeah, I'm not a vegan, so it doesn't really Yeah. If, doesn't if, really matter. If I do like it, th- then great. Th- they're like, great, but if I you if you don't like it, they're like, it's not meant for you. What, yeah. do, what do we care if you like exactly. it Exactly. Like, I, There's like this v- vegan lasagna we'll have every now and then just because everybody liked it, <laughs> but that's like a rarity. Yeah. You know? It's like, wow, this is a dish that it will have chicken with it, but that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, uh, you know. This is definitely an episode that I would not show certain friends. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be comfortable seeing this with actually probably the majority of my friends. If this, just this episode in isolation. Yeah. It's like, 
you know, up to this point, you have 19 episodes of Buffer and some some yeah. kind of cringy stuff happens to where at this point now you're used to it. Yeah. But if, if this was somebody's first episode um, as an adult trying to get into it, I feel like it would be. Uh, yeah, uh, you can you can watch this, right? You well, it's know? kind of like you wouldn't want to show Heaven's Tornado to someone. For That's double. exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. So there's certain episodes in isolation, definitely not the premiere. Yeah. Um, and Kamen that's, the same, that's the same thing with like any. I mean, I'm trying to think of. There's a couple of episodes of like, especially in the first season of Supernatural that are oh, just like yes, yeah, or or like almost the entire first season of Star Trek Next Generation is like utter crap. Yeah, I mean there are, there <laughs> are some again su- uh, Supernatural in a nutshell. Like if you were to take one episode, isolate it from the rest of the series, and have somebody watch it, they're like, wow, this is a really weird soap opera. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And it's not my style. It's like, yeah. no, no, trust me. If you were watching this season, man, yeah. this is heavy. Yeah, this you is just heavy. don't get it. You don't understand. This season, he's lying to him. But last season, it was reversed. <laughs> and the next season is going to be reversed again. <laughs> it's re-reversed. Uh, anyways, uh, so then it uh, shows the king. Yeah, so it's a, this is actually a pretty interesting scene. The kid is the kid, Shingo. Who's uh, you know being turned into the king? Yeah, he's is fighting back. Yeah, like he, the just a lot of resistance, being like, "No, this is not what I want to do." And the king being like, eh, "Too bad." So yeah, and then he says a weird line because he says, "I thought it was congregating, but it wasn't congregating because I read it that way." But it was congratulating. Nobody's coming to congratulate you. Congratulating you, and what it is? Yeah, is it's like that, nobody's congratulating to save you. Yeah. So what it is is that. Uh, the king is supposed to be a punner. Yeah, he's making a lot of puns. And so those don't translate as well. No, and some of them are actually very bad. So yeah. it's like they're they're not even necessarily clever puns. No. Uh, um, it's just like... It, so I heard one of the ones later on, I saw that it was translated by a different group, uh, which, fun, nicely, it was... In, um, like later on, he says, uh, si- this one translated as Save Silence. Or si- si- uh, silent saber, but like yeah, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a, it's a silent saber. Yeah, it was kind of hard to pronounce. But, but. Uh, it was translated another way as uh, saber, more like say less. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, some of these puns are the equivalent of saying, I mean, like put your hand between two pieces of bread and saying that you have a hand burger. Yeah. Instead of a hamburger. I mean, yeah. it's not clever. Nobody's really gonna laugh at yeah, it. Yeah, that's the point. So. Um. So yeah, it's uh. I feel like, yeah, that's definitely one of those puns that didn't, there was just no way to translate it for us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's just no way without like, boom, translator's note. Yeah. Half the page, you know, it's just like, uh, so then, uh, he turns fully into the king and yeah, then it goes to the opening. I think, yeah, the reason why that was so weird the first time we watched it is because we didn't have the rest of the episode to see the puns. Yeah. So like we weren't aware that was a pun at the time. (laughs) We just thought, oh, that's weird. Brain overload. It's like, I don't understand what I'm seeing right now. Um. So then it goes to the opening, mm-hmm. and then it comes when it comes back. We're in the southern base. Yeah, and Slash is doing exactly what we wanted him to do, which is straight up. He's dump informing the info. everybody. This is what like, I know. This yeah. is what I heard. And so it's it's real. It's just like so a human was turned into Megiddo, and he's like, I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah, with my but own you freaking didn't. eyes. You heard it with your ear. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and he's uh he's he just mentions saying, that it's a high schooler that loves models, and I was like, wait, did he divulge that information? It's like, yeah. but the thing is, how much how much is he getting from the reverberating swords, right? Like, yeah, how much is he gleaning from the atmosphere? Yeah, how much you is know? he hearing from your heartbeat? Yes, uh, you could just say anything; it would be like he probably figured it he, out somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can see it, but uh, uh, so so Rio is like, okay, so if they're human, then that means we can't just destroy them, and Reika's like. 
No. No, we absolutely have to destroy them. It doesn't matter who they are. The Megiddo kill them. Yeah. So on (laughs) one hand, it looks like she's being stubborn. So at the very least, the minimum, the best case scenario is she's being stubborn. The worst case scenario is she's a bloodthirsty killer, and you guys should be questioning that. Yeah. So either way, it's one of those things where there's just no scenario where you could be like, wait, is this person serious? Like, is this person serious right now? Yeah. She's just like, um. It's like, you know, if I have no other choice, yes, I'll absolutely destroy them. I understand that bit, but if there's a way to save them, I mean, she's just like forget the other way, just kill them. Yeah, we know we have we have to kill them to save the world. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, this actual this episode, the one one of the things I really do like about this episode is it puts in perspective uh, the absolute difference in age between uh, Rio and Slash, uh, Rio and Daishinji versus Rintaro and uh, Ren. Yeah, because you can see how. Reika's the thing she says manipulates the two younger ones. Yeah, but the other two are like, because yeah, Ren's, kind of furrowing their brows. Uh, yeah, says something. Yeah, she. It, it was um. That's why I was kind of hoping that you would remember my, me saying that. But it's uh basically anytime somebody's mentioning something good about Toma, she'll like shut it down with this sort of. Um, oh, what it is is that they say we're like, doesn't that mean Toma's right? Yeah. And she says, no, Toma's doing the exact same thing. Yeah, because because the reason why is they said Toma's right, and then Rintaro mentioned that they all promised. Uh, Kento that they'd save the world because yeah. that was his rebuttal to her saying that we need to destroy them. Yeah, and then uh, she says Tom was just doing the same thing as Kaito as Caliber, Caliber basically, basically because she's always bringing because that's always Ren's thing. Yeah, uh, Kami Joe, right? Kami Joe. Yeah, um, that's always Ren's thing mm-hmm. is that well, we can't trust we can't trust Toma because he trusts the guy who killed Kento. Right, exactly, and then so it, uh, Daishinji counters that with well he's got the sort of light which can save these people by separating them and, and then she counters that with like well then get it from him yeah let's just take the sort of light then yeah <laughs> which i don't know, like again it's it just feels very ham-fisted it feels very forced like uh, no i'm not talking about the acting i'm talking about she's very clearly wanting yeah she, so uh, it's it's like only one way for things to work out. Yeah, she's focusing in on Ren at this this time, like she was focusing in on Rintaro before. Yes, and I think it's like she knows that they're the ones she can get to. Yeah, she's figured out now who's the ones that are easier to manipulate. Yeah, because Rio and Daishinji, they're veterans and they're in it. Yeah, and Ren is impulsive, and Rintaro is loyal to a fault to the Swords of Logos because yeah. he was raised by them. Yeah, it's very interesting. Like if we were to go back, the um. To look at how, because at first she got all of them with the the idea that Toma wants power. Yeah. And then slowly but surely they're kind of knocking that away. It's like, that's not necessarily true. We don't yeah, have Yeah, because Daishinji and Ryo got on board because they'd been betrayed twice before by friends. Yeah, and then now they're starting to question that. And yeah. she, she realized the only one that's falling for that uh, line of reasoning or logic is Rintaro now. Yeah. Uh, because he's starting to see, like, connections. She's, she's continually hammering these connections. Right. And then Ren, she's getting the Caliber did this, Caliber did that. He's like Caliber. Yeah. He trusts Caliber. The so that's his. Of Caliber. Yeah. yeah. He's, she's triggering him. Yeah, he's being triggered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh but uh, yeah, it's just like so it's this funny thing of like uh Reika has been shifty mm. and you're like you're never sure. She maybe uh, up until this episode you're like maybe she's just like yeah, but maybe she's just really uh-huh. like focused and loyal and into it. Yeah. And then it's just like it's like a tassel's like, "Ooh, she's shifty." And then she's just like full-on villain. Yeah, it's like it, <laughs> they they definitely lifted the veil. Yeah. <laughs> Now the tassel agrees. Yeah. Now the tassel's on board. They're like, okay, well now we can. Yeah, there's no hiding it from the kids. Let's just, yeah. let's just yeah. make this a thing. Uh, so the next scene, 
um, we have the bad guys. It's kind of weird calling the bad guys, and we're now sure Rake is a bad guy. But we've got uh, Storius and crew. Yeah. And they're they're now up to speed that there's an internal struggle with the Swords of Logos. So yeah. I guess up to this point, they just weren't clued into that. Well, yeah, they just were doing their thing. Yeah. But like, they might have probably thought things were odd or off, but But not. yeah, but like the last episode, they saw Caliber and Daishunji fighting. Yeah. And so they're just like, oh, they're having infighting, and they're like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they're like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. So basically, it's just the scene to tell you that, like, yeah, they know. Yeah, and they're also, uh, Storios brings up that maybe that means there's somebody in Logos trying to seize power the way they are. Yeah. So it's like, oh, maybe not necessarily com- an ally, we, but. Maybe we have competition. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of an adversary, we have competition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then it goes to the brooding roof. Yeah, the brooding roof. Like, why do they all come to this spot? This is like the more, I, I bet you what it is is. It was always a question, too. Like, they come up and they're like, what are you always doing here? Why are you always brooding here? And then one time they're like, you know what? I want to go check it out. And, and they're up they're there and like, it's like, wow, this is, I can get my best brooding in. Yeah. It's like, do you feel that air? That's brooding air. Yeah. This is a brooding roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life sucks. Yeah. This, <laughs> even though the, the scenery is actually really nice. He's, yeah. It's like, it's probably so something good, about good it. Is the city. Like, You're just like, oh, yeah. I hate all, life and everyone in it. Yeah. <laughs> You people down there. So it's it's uh, it's Rin. Yeah, he's, Rin's brooding on the brooding roof now. Yeah, and he's like remembering Kento, and then uh, Reka comes up. Yeah, but, and to be specific, he's he's uh, asking why Kento was the one that had to die out of everyone else. Yeah. Why Kento? Because he smiles so much. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, uh, because it would have been ours to be like because you didn't save him. That's why he died. Right. I mean, if we're not careful, because you're weak. <laughs> But if we're not careful, there, somebody's going to be breaking uh, Kento's brooding roof record because oh, now, yeah. now that he's here, not here to expand on it, the, you the know, only, I, I'm I'm just waiting for someone to just get up there and just throw themselves off. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It just totally this. I mean, a couple of swordsmen have jumped off that roof, but just be like, you know what? Wouldn't it be, well. <laughs> honestly? Wouldn't it be? Just kind of horrific if by the end of this entire season we find out it was all one long thing about anti-school kid suicide. Uh, like, yeah. This is what happens, kids. Stop brooding on rooftops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, Rekha shows up. Yeah. She she overhears him because he's the, he's like, why Kento? Because he says everything verbally that he needs to for her to know what his, his yeah. triggers are. And, and so uh, she says, uh, Saber still has Kento's sword, just you know. Yeah, still has Ikazuchi. And he's just like, I knew that. Yeah, grr. And he has, he makes this horrible repressed rage face that was just kind of. <laughs> well, he's he's a, he's a kid making a uh, trying to be an adult re- angry. Yeah, making S- suppressed angry. Yeah. So this is uh this is like what we were talking about. And another thing, this is almost like uh I mean, Ren is a younger actor, but it would almost be better if he was like even younger. Yeah. If Ren's actor was like. 13 yeah i'm thinking 13 too yeah i mean it's hard to tell with japanese people right but uh <laughs> but like 13 or 14 yeah i can see him being if 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 ren's actor was shingo right like because ren ren's actor is probably like 19 17 18 or something like that mm-hmm. uh but if like ren's actor looked like shingo mm. you know yeah it would it would be more effective i mean i i can play it off also it's like the fact that like who knows how long he's been uh like Rintaro, just, yeah, just grown up in uh, like, and just but just Rintaro had the he like was almost forced to grow up because his master died, so he became more mature. Yeah, we're probably uh, Kenzen's master probably still alive somewhere, just retired. Uh, honestly, I'm getting the feeling now that he's kind of pushed that on to Kento, and he's just now experiencing that he doesn't have uh, anybody to look up to. Yeah, like I don't, I'm not gonna say master, yeah. but um, 
you know, he was the little buddy there. Yeah, so I, I always saw that he saw uh, Kento as, like, a big brother. Yeah. And so, but I don't, but he's never, the thing is, is that they have different Rintaro styles and totally think has experience and knows how to handle loss. Yeah. But Kenzen doesn't. Yes. Because he's never lost. Yeah. And he's never lost anybody. Yeah. So he doesn't know how to handle it like Rintaro does. Mm-hmm. So that's why Reika has to. Uh, yeah, she's use, fanning the flames. But she's got to focus. She's got to get Rintaro in a different way. Yeah, Rintaro, <laughs> she's got to use like counter logic and. Yeah. Um, I, it's kind of hard his, to use the word reasoning. His loyalty. <laughs> he's got got to yeah. use his loyalty. Whereas Kenzen, you just use. She can just use rage. Yeah. She set. She set a picture for him. Yeah. She framed it, and then she has to keep keep reframing it yeah it's like every time he's thinking about stepping outside of that picture you know it's like no no no. remember right here look at it yeah uh, this yeah. is this is the thing Kento died he said power he said Kento power died. you he, heard him he said power once <laughs> so um it's funny that that is the buzzword power yeah power. not like conquest or something yeah. <laughs> it's just power it's just like, it's like what the heck yeah he's over there charging his phone it's like ah oh, it's only got 13 percent power Oh, oh, he wants more power. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, the next is May. So, yeah, we get a, this is one of the, the se- I think the second goofy episode or scene of the episode. Yeah, so May, she's just walking around town yelling for Shingo. Yeah, just shouting Shingo every two uh, you steps. You know, it's like maybe because maybe Toma told her that he reverts back every once in a while and she kind of knows, who knows? You I know, feel and like he, maybe. And he does. He yeah. does revert back. You know, he has before, so, you mm-hmm. know. But she's calling around for Shingo, and then this is... I think what it is, she's just like... She stops for a second, she's like, oh, where do I find this child? Child, where's Yuri? Yeah. <laughs> and she... Because she, he's he's not with her. Yeah. And he, she looks over, and he's, like, on the third floor of a building. She sees him through a window <laughs> on an escalator, and she's like, what the... And she runs in, and he's just on an escalator. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, it's so amazing. Because yeah. he did... They did say... They've been bringing this up way too much. Um, that he's new to this era. Yeah, and you know, mm. but it's less that he's new to this era and more that he's an idiot. Yes, he's a straight up idiot. I the, and, he, and that's all. That is a hard line to follow. It is a technically illiterate person versus a straight up idiot. Yes, <laughs> it's a hard act to follow. Like, yeah. um, I've seen it played both ways really well. Where it's just like a person who is, you know, from the past or or from mm. another planet or something like that, and they see something. And but the fact of the matter is, is that he's a magic swordsman. Yeah. And I wouldn't be impressed with generic technology. I would think, oh, it's cool. But really, I would think he would just think everything is magic. Yeah. It's like, oh, of course. Yeah, it's magic. Magicians have found a way to make stairs move. Or yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and they'd be like, no, it's it's technology. <laughs> And, uh, how, and, I, I, and how is that different? Well, you can explain technology. Explain it to me. Yeah. It's magic. <laughs> <laughs> it's tech magic, man. Deal it's, with it. What, what is it, Clark's third law? I think it's Clark's third law that significantly advanced technology is indistinguishable from from magic. Mm. Because, yeah, if you take your cell phone yeah. and you show it to somebody who knows nothing about cell phone, it's magic. Yeah, yeah. If you were to take yeah. a cell phone back before telephones existed, too. Yeah. Look at this. As if it worked. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that would be that would be weird, but you get my point. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that happened in Magic 3.0 because he altered the code. Because in the in the show Magic in the book Magic three like everything's a virtual simulation. Mm. But so what he did is he edited the code of his cell phone to always be in reception. Okay. <laughs> and he edited the power bank to the power to be always at like eighty four percent. Okay. And it never went below that. But because it was just like 
that was the thing. It's like, well, what about like conservation of mass? And like, that was the thing about Magic 3.0 is that like the laws of physics don't apply because you're editing code in the computer program that is reality. Mm-hmm. So things just happen. Yeah, reality is what I say it is. Yeah. So, so his phone never goes down 60%. It's always in range of like four cell phone towers, mm. no matter where it actually is. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, on the subject of, of Yuri, it's uh, I've got kind of a love-hate thing with his character and what yeah. they're doing with it. So on one hand... So what, what it is, we didn't even mention it, is that he's, a, he's in awe of the escalator. And she's like, what are you, a kid? Mm-hmm. She's like, come on down. And he tries to walk down the upgoing escalator and it doesn't work. She's like, go to the top and come out on the other side. And he's like, oh, this is very inconvenient. Yeah. Like he doesn't see the, the point of it. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like... So... Uh, it, where he tells him it's like moving sidewalk. Right. Which are like, make you feel like you're like the bionic man or something like that. When you're like <laughs> walking on a, bio, on a, like a moving sidewalk and just zooming past yeah. the view. <laughs> no. So, uh, <laughs> the thing is that he does, he's doing a lot of stupid stuff yeah. and like irresponsible stuff. And so he has two main excuses for all of this. It, the one is that he's been alone for a thousand years in a seemingly blinding white room, but that's not necessarily the case, but the, yeah. the solitude can drive you crazy. Yeah. Okay. And the second thing, um, that you can use in his defense is that he's from he, at least a thousand years ago. Yeah, he's from a different era, so things are new, and he's interested, right? Yeah. So without straight up calling him an idiot, those are the two excuses yeah. that you could use to justify this stuff. However, it's getting a little tedious. They're playing it as if he's an idiot. Yeah. It's just like the thing with the bicycle. I'm just like a thousand years ago, they had wheels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's not really that far ahead in the concept yeah. that you'd be like. Oh, I've got to stop my sacred duty and go do this now. Yeah. I mean, because really what it comes down to, I think, is he's too strong. So there has to be. They're nerfing him. Yeah. For a story reason. This is patch 1.1 where they're like nerfing. Uh, they're nerfing yeah. Yuri by making by lowering his intelligence. Yeah. Stat. So it's really it's like he doesn't actually he's not actually going to get a midseason or a final form because he was always there. He's just not using it. That's what I'm thinking. No, like. uh no, in the next episode, I don't think that's a midseason. I think that's just him being like, oh, okay, let's do this now. Like, he was always able to do <laughs> oh, yeah, it. Always... It wasn't like he gained anything. Yeah, he's supposed to get an upgrade, but I think it's like his actual thing. Because he actually says later on about, like, restoring. Right. So it's it's most like, he's probably, like, one of those characters that, it happens. Uh, like, I've played characters like this in pen and paper games where I play as if, mechanically, it's still the same. But I play as if I'm a person regaining my powers instead of earning my powers. Yeah. Where it's just like mechanically, it looks the same. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is that it, 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 the difference, I guess, between his character and somebody who's like got their powers locked away and they need to be unsealed is like Roroni Kenshin. Okay, we have Batosai the Manslayer. He's purposely not using his abilities. Yeah, he's always had them. Yeah, he only does one thing where he actually trains way later when he fi- learns the final technique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it's literally him choosing not to do what he can do. Yeah, and that's kind of. The thing is that Yuri doesn't have a reason to do that. So the only thing they have for story reasons is that he's stupid. Stupid. Yeah, he's I just mean, interested yeah. in stuff that he shouldn't be. Yeah. Um. But anyways, when we get to the suck section, I'll I'll say some more. But yeah, I mean, so they're like they're. I think what it is is they're trying to nerf him in the same way they tried to nerf uh Philip. Because mm. we see a lot of balances between. Yeah. It's like um Yuri has like combat prowess off the charts, and Philip has unlimited knowledge. Yeah. But the thing is, is like. Philip was nerfed in the fact of the keywords and all that stuff. Yeah. And so he wasn't actually nerfing. Like, when you watch it at first, you think that's what they're doing. They're nerfing Philip, but they're not. That's just Philip's personality of an obsessive 
personality because he has no he can know everything. Yeah. Um, and then it becomes endearing when you realize, oh no, this isn't like a, a way to just make him less. It's a way to actually make him more mm-hmm. to make him a better character. Yeah. Here is just making Yuri less. Yeah. Yuri's like lessened for no reason other than Yeah. Uh if he was too strong, then there would just be no point for any of the other characters. Yeah. So uh yeah, it just almost feels like it would I would appreciate it more if it was one of those uh, you know, sacred fox spirit trapped in my belly sort of situations or yeah, or, or or it's like, yeah, I can only I can only like uh, my power is only only magnifies the more I'm in, entwined with somebody else or something like yeah. that, you know. Or like, yeah, I only get stronger when I'm angry. Even. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, like a more legitimate uh, power nerf or neuter neutering instead of just being an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, anyways, then it goes to uh Toma. Yeah, Toma. He's walking. He's looking for Shingo because he's you know by himself, and he has a flashback he gets to himself in the reflection of the mirror yeah. and he's and then he's like what is a true swordsman type yeah thing? and he's he's thinking back to slash when he does his reversal move and basically how he was he, he admits to himself essentially that he just got trashed yeah it was like not even a competition yeah slash is a true swordsman yeah and he's not that yeah so how do you become a yeah. true swordsman so you see their self-reflection i like that yeah yeah because it, it's also like it points out it's like oh yeah daishinji's awesome yeah <laughs> he is like yeah. we saw him be awesome. So many times in shows we're just told how awesome people are. Yeah. But like we see how awesome he is and then you're like, "Oh man, he's awesome." And then you're like told how awesome he is and you're like, "Yeah." Yeah. It like adds to it. Yeah. Cuz now if somebody were to add on to that even more, you'd be like, "Okay, no, I can see it because he's proved it up to this point." Yeah. If yeah. it could be like, "Oh yeah, Daishinji was like the best." If 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 like somebody like Rio says, "Oh yeah, Daishinji was his, was was the best uh was the best swordsman and the only reason he didn't beat Caliber was cuz he didn't have uh the dragon one or whatever yeah you'd be like yeah sure if he had if he had uh toma's books yeah he would have totally just worked uh caliber no problem yeah (laughs) exactly um it's all about the parts (laughs) uh so then um there's a uh, and then he hears off to the side he hears the thing so he found him yeah yeah he just stumbles across shingo or shingo stumbles across him i'm not sure because it's like the him in the switching back and forth between the king and he's asking for help like he wants to be saved from all this. Yeah. So this is nothing new, but uh, you know, it resets the stakes. I guess it just yeah. reminds everyone. Oh yes, there's a person trapped in here, and he wants yeah. to not be here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Shingo there, and then Shingo transforms into the king. Yeah, he starts building the wall, yeah. and you can see, um, like you can see inside him. I guess like the energy around the book and it, it being near completion. Yeah, the book is filling out. Uh, and so he transforms, and he's trying, but he doesn't have Yuri with him, so he's just trying to tackle him away. You know, like how you do. Uh, right. <laughs> When you don't want to kill the monster, you just kind of just grab hold of him. Um, just at least to stop him from stacking cars 20 stories tall. Yeah, exactly. And so he's kind of holding him off. And I think this is when he says the joke about save silence or something like that, which is like, say more. How about say less? Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. But anyways, he's saying puns or something. He knocks him down. But then uh, Legiel shows up. Not yeah. Storius, though. That's an interesting thing. Yeah. This is Legiel. Yeah, Legiel. He's angry that uh, he's basically a laughingstock now. Yeah. It's like, um, Saber's ruined all my plans, and so yeah. at least what I can do is, like, stop him from ruining somebody else's plan. Yeah, so he comes in, like, I want to fight you. It's time to kill you. And so they, it's like a two-on-one fight, and then uh, Kenzen shows up. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Ren first. He's, yeah. He's, uh, he's untransformed, and, and Tomas, he, like, knows that they're not on the same side, really, but he knows that they're all on the side of, like, not 
letting the Megiddo win. Yes. And so he's just like, hey, you handle Legil, I'll handle the king. And then he's thinking he said, and then we'll like talk this out, figure things out. Yeah. Later. Or maybe he's thinking maybe Daishinshi said something and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so Ren transforms and goes straight for Saber. Yeah, attack Saber. <laughs> so it's 3v1 now. He's yelling, give me Kento Sword back, you know. Yeah. Technically, you could call it a 2v1v1. Like, you could say there are three parties at play here, but no. Because, no. yeah, because... Uh, He's here for Ikazuchi. Yeah, because uh, uh, Kenzen doesn't care about Lego. Mm-hmm. And so they're going back and forth, and then... Uh, yeah, so they're, they're, there's yeah. A, you know, a lot of that. They're they're fighting around, like, what you'd expect. It looks cool the way it should be. Yeah. Um, you know, him and uh, Ren exchanging words about... Uh, uh, you know, the situation at hand, it's really nothing that's worth quoting. But uh, so the next, I guess, important scene is just a little bit more. It's a combination of Yuri being stupid and May being goofy. So it's like an extra or third super goofy scene for the sake of it. Yeah, it's it's almost like Yuri. But it's, stumbled- like, it's like, but we can't really put this on May. No, because this is just May. Being right. Yeah. May, may <laughs> goofily trying to fix what's not being fixed for whatever reason. It's like... Because yeah, uh, it hurt my they brain. They come around the corner and they see them fighting and Yuri just stands there doing nothing. He, You know, he's like, seriously, he's like not even looking at the fight. He's like looking around as if he doesn't know who he is or where he is. Like he's just now, woken up from a coma. they explain later that literally he's messed up inside. Yeah, you see, that's the kind of thing. At least, at least mention that's the case. That he's just now a brain case, and here we are. If, the, if, if like later you find out that like he's he's mentally deteriorating, and every time he transforms is like hurting him more. Or something yeah, like that. that would make it it'd make his character a lot more interesting. Yeah, and a lot less. I tedious. doubt it because he's just an idiot. Right. But um. So basically, he's just standing around. He might as well be drooling. Yeah. And so May comes over. Like, Dude, come on, go, join the fight. Get, get your belt. She grabs the belt. Like, like where's the belt? She's like having to like uh, pat him down. You know, finds the belt. <laughs> Slaps on his on his belly, and then where's your book? And then she, you know, goes to him again, and he's just like looking at her, like, "What's going on?" She's like reaching into his shirt, and he's like, "Oh!" <laughs> Grabs the book, puts it in, puts his hand on the thing, and she's like, "Say henshin, like, henshin." <laughs> yeah, and then he transforms. transforms, and like when he transforms into the sword, he's on it. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll bring that up, but yeah, like, is that soon, like instinct kicking in, or was like it... as soon as he transforms into the sword, he says. But he also says when he's sword, he's like, oh, "I guess I'm doing this." Yeah, I guess I might as well. <laughs> it's almost like I don't know. It's like, are they trying to play him off as reluctant? Um, you know, like I, I, I don't know. I, I don't I even mean, know. He, I don't know. How he's I'm coming off like he has brain damage. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know. <laughs> so, um, anyways, uh. So yeah, I guess I have no choice, I think was the quote. Yeah, and so they're fighting back and forth, and this is where Ren so he goes and uh Yeah, they're they're fighting and it keeps flashing over to May's reaction of them fighting. Yeah. Uh there's there's scenes where uh like you can see him split up and and attacking each other very rarely. It's mostly focusing on Toma, but occasionally you know, Kenzen will slash at Legil and Legil will slash at Kenzen and whatnot. Yeah. Because they're not friends or anything. Yeah. But they have a mutual hatred of Toma now. So, yeah. yeah. You know, there you go. And they, Toma, all Toma wants to do is is get a good hit in on the king over there. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. And so uh, he tells him, he's just like, I'll get this sword and we'll fix it. And then Ren's just like, well, then give me the sword and I'll save the world because you hurt 
trust the guy who killed Kento. Right. So you're not worthy of saving the world. And yeah. so they start fighting over the sort of like. Yeah, because he, he uh, I think he switches to Dragonic Knight at some point, And Kenzin's got him up against the wall while he's saying this to him. And so Toma counters with, didn't you promise Kento you'd save the world? And he's like, oh, you've got no right to use that name. <laughs> yeah. It gets like, on the ground, you know, working each other. Yeah. Um, it's the thing where like when you're in a debate with somebody and you actually bring up a good point and they're just like, shut up. Right. <laughs> uh, I can't remember exactly when May blows up, but it's, it's right here when they're fighting on the ground for the sword. Okay. They're yeah. literally fighting on the ground for the sword of light for Yuri. And, uh, this is when, uh, the wall gets finished. Yeah. So when the walls are done, it's like the king's power raises up. Yeah, because it's, it's it, like, well, no, no, because there's a scene where disaster shows up at some point before then. Yeah, but May's, uh, May is blown up before that, before yeah. disaster shows up. Okay, so because I, I, the wall's almost complete before, uh, the wall's almost complete after disaster shows up. I can't, I can't remember exactly when May blows up, but I do know that disaster shows up before the wall's finished. Okay, well, May blows up before disaster shows up. Okay, so yeah, this would have been around then because yeah. they're just being goofy. I don't know who does the explosion, though. It is the king. Okay, because he every once in a while he'll take a pot shot, Yeah, right? he'll, he does like the crown attack thing. That's right, yeah. He does a crown attack when the, walls uh, are getting Ren, when the two of them are fighting on the ground. Okay, yeah, that's right. See, now, the, the, this scene was confusing for me because I thought he was going for the Sword of Lightning. And then it's like they're fighting over the Sword of Light. So I think maybe he's now wanting to... Okay, so what I'm trying to say is, in Ren's defense, I think he does want to fight the king doesn't want to kill the human, but doesn't want Toma to be the one that does it. Yeah, he wants to be the hero. Yeah, so even though he wants Ikazuchi, I think in this case, they are fighting over the Sword of Light when they're on yeah, the ground. when they're on the ground, he's fighting over the Sword of Light. But like, what it is is that he doesn't want the person he believes to be the betrayer to be the hero. Yeah, that because it was just very complex. Because at first, when I when we first watched it, I'm like, is he trying to, to like grab the sword of lightning like yeah. sort of thunder off of this guy or no, is he he's trying to grab the sort of light because then he's like then i'll be the hero and i'll do this thing i'll okay. save the world okay like to like kento would have wanted i'll save the world right so they get blown up by the king does this like crown attack he surrounds himself by yeah. the crown and then may is behind them and doesn't move <laughs> um but to be fair i don't think moving would have helped much no <laughs> so she's like she's like trying to like calm herself like get into a zen state and like the explosions coming she's like i'm gonna die this time <laughs> yeah. that's what she said she's like i'm going to die this time and like there's a big explosion she's knocked out of the way so that, yeah that's because that's when disaster shows up and he he mentions the wind blowing or uh, fanning the flames or something and being a beautiful smile or anything. he's like i missed you swordsman of, of yeah because he's gonna i don't know take the sword to create an ideal world or something like yeah, that. yeah so he comes over and like uh legendal says like okay yeah whatever you know okay do it and then disaster slashes at legendal yeah. And then he says, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, you're betraying us? He's like, I'm not betraying you. I'm free. I'm not under anybody's control. Yeah, yeah. And he says, I'm going to turn the world into how I like it or how I sh think it should be. Yeah. And then he attacks, and then, like, Kansans goes back to his, his, his original plant, and he attacks Toma. Toma, and he says, give me back uh, the Sword of Thunder. Mm -hmm. And then Disaster says give me the sword yeah but he's a non-specific he's non-specific about what sword if he's talking about the generic sword if he's talking about the sword of thunder he's talking about the sword of light is he talking about the sword Rekka, of king of arthur is he talking about the sword of darkness that i think is inside of toma i honestly <laughs> i i almost feel like he wants the sword of light to get the sword of darkness yeah that's what i think this is because <laughs> otherwise i mean he, really any of those swords would be good for him yeah uh it's like whatever i got another sword of power 
I'll take it. Yeah. But uh, I think specifically he's looking for the sword of darkness. It just it fits thematically. <laughs> yeah. But he could be also after the sword of light. Mm-hmm. But we don't know where the sword of darkness is. I think it's inside of Toma. Yeah. Uh, maybe Kento's inside of Toma too. Maybe everything's <laughs> inside of Toma. Yeah. This whole time. Yeah. Little did we know, Tassel is inside of Toma. Right. <laughs> so and th- and this is another um another kind of scene where. They, I feel like it was wanting to be directed to look like it, everyone is fighting each other, but it's really everybody just beating Toma's, Toma's ass. Yeah, it, what it is is that they're fighting over fighting Toma. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it that, is. They're, that's how it looks to me. It's like everybody wants Toma, but yeah, they're they, like kind they, of toppling over each other to they, get to him. And so they'll, but they'll slash somebody out of the way so that they can get a good shot onto Toma. Yeah, move, get out of here, get out Rascal. of here. I got my Toma. And, um, and while they're, of course, while they're. Uh, all tied up with this, the castle gets finished. Or not the castle, the the, the walls. Wall. The wall's yeah. finished and the king bounces. Yeah, he just dips out. And so the thing is, the, the fight's starting to scatter. Because Toma, he's got no stake in this except for king, right? So once king's gone, he leaves. So then it it slowly morphs into a two-on-two. Yes. Without, uh, without like any like talk about it it mm-hmm. becomes kenzen versus toma and then disaster versus ledriel yeah and then they actually do the same move at the same a time a synchronized uh like ninja flip a, a attack, attack thing and like they take them both they take down uh toma and ledriel Le- toma and ledriel and this is when disaster is like oh you're one of us now yeah and, then, and this pisses ren off yeah, of course i mean if i was right now because i think I'm, at this point now he he fully realizes what he's been doing this entire he's you know, fighting five alongside scene. disaster you know yeah. yeah you are the bad guy in this situation <laughs> yeah and so then uh he attacks disaster and so what we saw before is i think maybe disaster is one of those every time he's beaten he gets stronger characters mm-hmm. you know it's a trope but it, it works out it very good to keep a guy interesting yeah <laughs> yeah well but especially also, if your your whole your main thing is chaos and but also the last time he fought he wasn't free the last time he fought Kenzen, he wasn't free. Oh yeah, yeah. When he fought Kenzen, he was still under Caliber's. So uh, maybe he's reigns. way stronger when he's not being shackled, which would make total sense. It would. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so yeah, he fights Kenzen, and Kenzen totally loses. Yeah, I mean, it could also be that. Um, it, it counterpoint, it could just be that Kenzen's not focusing. He's not focusing. Yeah. He's not in the zone. So it's it's probably like combination a and b, column a and b, column, you know, together. Uh, but I do like the idea also that maybe uh. Maybe even if he wasn't like shackled, he wasn't fighting in his full power because that wasn't his goal to kill the swordsman. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, being blown up doesn't seem to really hurt disaster that much. No, because we saw his head fly off that yeah. one time. <laughs> so maybe him letting letting Kenzen beat him was to, just a way to like buy time until he could kill Caliber and become yeah. free. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, he he vanishes from a sword strike, and uh, Kenzen, Kenzen he raged dehensions. He raged punches, punches the, the ground, ground and realizes that he's failed and yeah. that he's pathetic. <laughs> um hmm. so next is a kind of interesting scene like at it, it like is weird the next scene so yeah. what it is is it's kento he's running he's trying to find yeah we see toma running around trying to find it, shingo D- toma's running around t- trying to find shingo and then just rintaro is there yep now in my mind i'm thinking does disaster just shapeshift into to- rintaro i know i was kind of i was kind of hoping that was the case that would have been interesting i think that's what it is because t- Rintaro is not acting like himself. Mm. He's like acting a little stilted and like two things, maybe just bad acting, but also it's just like what it is is that Rintaro is almost trying to reconcile. Yeah. He's like, Hey, we heard that you were right about them being humans. Let's team up and, and fight, fight this Megi- thing. Yeah. Fight the Megiddo. And Thomas is like, it's like oh, heck yeah, so, this is so, so good. good. Got the but team I mean, back like together. That, that, 
basically he says like he's like yeah that's good but we need to worry about the the traitor inside yeah he's like, well he's like, saying let's he's, let's do this knock this out then we can worry about the traitor in the, yeah. in the logos Megiddo or, Megiddo, we can handle that we got to worry about the traitor inside the sword of logos yeah and this is again one of the just triggers like just almost had him almost, almost had, had rintaro had me in the first half but not gonna lie could have just held on to him by like oh yeah 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 we'll just do this for a little while until yeah. you realize that there's actually something going on there's but a no. lot of you should have just shut your mouth in this episode just, yeah uh, so he lost him, and he's just like, there is no traitor. Yeah, it's like, are you listening to me? There's no traitor in the Sword of We've Lewis. always been at war with Eurasia. Um, <laughs> it, so he, you know, he's very sure that there's no enemies in Sword of Lovis, but Reika shows up, and it says, you're the traitor. You're the one that's, you know, causing all this problem. And he, and he just, like, pushes Rintara aside, and it's like, if you hadn't done any of this, and then Rintara we wouldn't be fighting. Inside, and it says, like, hey, Reika is the representative. She's, yeah, she speaks for the Master of Logos, or she's a representative Master of Logos. Not Master of, just Master oh, Logos. Oh, Master Logos, that's right, yeah. And they're like, who's that? And it's like, he's the guy who founded, founded it. He yeah. founded it. Didn't say he, he created the Sword of Logos. He didn't create the swords of the books. He created the organization. Mm-hmm. So that must mean this guy's, like, thousands and thousands of years yeah. old. And probably, like, the uber bad guy or whatever. Yeah. Or I mean, Task. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's two ways you could take it because you, you could be you could represent somebody that's long been dead. Yeah, because it's like just every time you pass it on, you're the the one that's representing, you yeah. know. But I do feel like he's a player in this, right? I think he's the guy at the end. Yeah, because we do see like a weird hand and yeah. stuff going on. Um. So, uh, and then Yuri shows up. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so she she is talking to so Reka is talking to Toma, saying that uh. You're, we're not going to let you gain power. Yeah. And Yuri pops up again. Just don't even, if you're going to, if you're not going to help when we need you, just don't come in and mess things yeah, up. Th- this is the ass. moment he turns to have like a clear moment in his like dementia going on or yeah. something. But he like walks that. up like, no, Toma's destined to gain power. And it's like, don't trigger it. He's right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't. You're triggering things here. Yeah, because because you could it visibly upsets Rintaro to hear that Tome is going to gain power because it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like dear God, help us all. I can just see them everything being reconciled, and they've already found that there's a sort of logos traitor and all that. But he, still, the thought of Toma gaining power is so, just going to so set him like, off. We always talk about how one of the worst, uh, what feels like some of the worst drama is just the drama that can be solved by people having like a good conversation. Yeah. This is like the opposite of that. The drama is being being caused by people who won't shut up. Yeah, just stop talking. <laughs> yeah, stop talking. Just stop uh, talking. Stop. <laughs> just let them believe whatever they want, and then everybody will be happy. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you're not, and, and again, Yuri, if you're not going to help, don't make it worse. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that definitely gives. But like, uh, Yuri asks uh, Rake is like, "What do you want?" And Rake is just like, "I just want peace in the world," which could mean anything. Like, if you're, yeah. It's one of those bad guys things of like world domination makes peace. You yeah, know? yeah, because peace at any by any means isn't necessarily good. Yeah, or just. And so then they all separate. They yeah, because Reka Reka says that she she says to Yuri that we one day we will have you. Yeah, and she walks off, and you see a moment where Rintaro's Reka, advocate for slavery. <laughs> you see a moment where Rintaro is. Uh, it's a very clear scene where he's at this moment choosing. Mm-hmm. Which side? Yeah, because it's like one of those things where he looks to his left, he looks to his right, then he follows Reka. Yeah, he chooses darkness. Well, he chooses the dark side has cookies. I've heard. <laughs> yeah, he chooses his yeah. Swords of Logos is what he's choosing. For lack of a better term, his first love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, he cho- he's choosing what he knows. Yeah, he's making the safe choice in his mind. Yeah, which is don't like you don't necessarily want to elope with your buddies, go to California and do a startup business. Maybe just stay home and work at your dad's business. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those situations. Yeah. So uh, then we get. I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is 
he's not happy about it, making this choice, but it's the choice that he thinks is the best one yeah. to make. Uh, so then we get, uh, he gets a phone call, and yep. it's May, and she's like, I figured it out. Yeah, I figured it out. And so they go there, and then she is yeah, this is, this is in Toma's uh, bookshop. Bookshop. So her hair is all frizzy. She's got a bandage on her nose. She's all dirty. Crutches. She, she's got a, uh, I think. Uh, she must have went to the emergency room. An arm sling and a leg cast. cast. Yeah. And she's just like, you forgot about me. And he's, <laughs> and you could tell that they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> she almost died. <laughs> and she's like, I figured it out. And she, she's he's like, what? Now, this scene would have been a whole lot better if she wasn't acting so hurt. Well, yeah, she's overacting she's, she's for com- comedy. Comedically hurt. I mean, this is this is comedy I've seen used worldwide for children. This yeah. is this is comedy for children. Yeah. Um, and that's been this whole episode. That's basically her character at this point, which is she just overacts in a weird kind of look at me, kids. I'm making funny faces sort yeah. of way. And so this is her doing a funny voice and. Like, I don't know, she's almost like some weird witch in the woods being like, oh, look at my shaky hand holding the object of power. So she's trying to slowly talk about, look at this map here. You see all these spots. It's like, oh, that's where all the walls were built. And she's like, yeah. And she's like holding up a diorama and pointing at the castle and trying to say castle. So, yeah. And he like cuts her off and figures it out. And she's like, I wanted to like give the reveal because I figured it out. Yeah. It's like, and she, she keeps reminding him that she's the one that figured it out. So what it is, is that the walls... The attacks are actually the pillars of the wall of the the castle diorama. Yep. And so, like, uh, they match in. So if you look at them, it's not like a circle or anything. It's this weird shape, but it's the exact same shape as the walls in the model. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, well, the next step is the castle in the middle. Yep. And they find it on the map, and now they know where he's going to be. Yeah. Which is like, it's a good, it's a good, uh, good eye for things. Yeah, good theory. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, good. Well, it's fact, but yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was. It Geological just, profiling. If it would have been done more straightly, it would have been better, I think. But it is. It it, it does show that like May does think. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she does her best thinking when she's in a hospital bed. You yeah, know? she's probably straight on morphine right now. So yeah. she probably does her best thinking high. Yeah, she's more calm now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he he kind of uh, you know he rushes out the door. We see a scene with um the king building the castle, but he it's Shingo on the inside being like I, I don't want to so do it like it, this. It's this the location, is a- and the location is uh. It's not a quarry. Yeah. It's where they would store the things from a quarry. Yeah. This is where you would store like, it's like bricks a, and poles. And uh, it's not like a lumber yard. It's a stone yard. Yeah. A stone yard. Um, so yeah, they where they would store all the building materials. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yeah, this is where I built the castle. And it's like, no, this is what I want. Yeah, wanted. this isn't what my dream, this isn't how I wanted my dream. Because my wish, I yeah. think. Whatever whatever word story is used when he made him I think a it was Megiddo. wish or dream. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because uh, he wants to build the, the city. Yeah. He's already talked about that, his little diorama. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'm going to give you the power. Here you go, bam. You get what you want. Except it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a monkey paw situation. Yeah. Um, uh, except I done the monkey pouch and you into a uh, a bad punning a fat but bad punning weird looking. What well, might? <laughs> um. So then, uh, Toma shows up. Yeah, Toma shows up. He henshins with well, he has a speech, but he henshins with all three of the books. Yeah, he does the three books standard these days. And then, uh. But Yuri. it's cool is that is that Yuri chances at the same time, mm-hmm. and they go into the library to do it. Yeah, like we get the, the full like a full on henshin, including uh, the like sword a, joining in the light cool sword cross over where the dragon flies over, grabs the sword in his mouth, and brings it back to Tomo. Yeah, it's a cool little thing. It's like yeah. it's been a while since we've seen the 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 library. And yeah, we used to complain about seeing it all the time, but it's nice to see it every once in a while. Yeah, every now and then. Yeah. So uh, then they go, and of course, uh, 
Story just shows up. Yeah, Story's to text this time, not Legio. Yeah. Who so, knows where he went? He probably got actually beat up. It made me think it's like maybe they just, on that day of shooting, they brought the wrong suit. Uh, that could be. And then I could like, easily see that. They're like, we're here. Let's just do this thing. Yeah. It's like, whatever. We don't need to excuse it or make any We'll kind just get of... the actor to do some lines. We'll be good to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it didn't matter either way, really. It's just like they just needed somebody else for the fight to go. Right. They needed a they needed an extra one for disaster to betray. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think they might have not had store use there. This could be the reason why they didn't have store use there because they did, they wanted to save a store use disaster fight for a, like a heavier battle. Yeah, because store use is like the kind of the lead of the the. Yeah, um, he's the strongest. And so disaster betraying the fight between them is probably going to be more epic. Right. So I think that's why they would have had Legio, mm. you know, and then uh, not having Zeus because Zeus doesn't use a sword, so it wouldn't be as good looking. Yeah, I think that's the reason why they don't use him often because because they're all swordsmen, and so yeah, they don't have cool fit. sword fights. Because they do have cool sword fights. Um, so, yeah, they, so, so he's getting he's getting thrashed by Storius. Storius's power level has increased somehow. I mean, now he's actually using his powers or whatever. Yeah. Point is that whatever was holding him back before is no longer holding him back. So, uh, um, he blasts him. Yeah. Well, Yuri trans goes to shadow. Yeah, because the, so at this point, this was something I wanted to see from that fight way earlier when Tomo was just getting attacked by like three people and he has the sword of light in his hand is just a second sword. It's like, no, no, no. Let Yuri do his own thing. You grab any of your other two swords. Yes. Yeah, so and then it's a two on three instead of a three on one. So yeah, then Yuri separates and becomes uh, the shadow self. So yeah, so in this case now, the idea is that he's fighting Storius and Yuri is fighting the king because he can separate them. Yeah. Uh, there is a scene which is uh which is which I find funny because they went through a whole trouble to not have this. There is a scene where you see the shadow shadow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like an overhead shot. Yeah, um, it's clearly it's one of those things where it's gonna happen. Yeah, because whenever they're doing a close up shot, you never actually see his feet. Yeah, so you don't see the shadow, but the the overhead helicopter or whatever but crane. I, I, let, I you know. I wish I could digitally just remove the shadow. Yeah, but, that's what I was thinking. Just but, to put that little extra yeah, effort. Yeah, I, I love the concept of the shadow not having a shadow because it is the walking shadow. You know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he uh he gets blasted out of his henshin. Yeah, so it's a big explosion. Oh, big This just shows this. And it, what it is is that they're in a location where they can put those pyrotechnics in now because mm-hmm. they're at this, like, stone mason quarry or whatever, uh, stone yard. And so they do a huge explosion. Yeah, big time. Because they're not, like, in, like, an office building or something like that. It's just, right. It's like a bomb goes off there. <laughs> and he is seriously injured. He is. He's on the ground. He. This is the first time he, I've seen his hat get blown off. Yeah. The story is just beat the hat off him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's it's sitting there. Off before, but yeah. He's struggling to get up, and uh, actually, the last time his hat got blown off is when he took that hit for Yuki from Blade, yeah. Blades. So yeah. when his hat falls off, it means it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. He's seriously hurt. He doesn't have the hat on. Yeah, but um, anyway, he's uh, he's sitting there. Yuri's like, well, "Let me take him. Like, let's switch." It's like, "I'll fight Stories. He's too strong for you." And he's like, "No, I like the pain." No, but he harder, says, Daddy. What he says <laughs> is that the pain. It, it helps him, like, basically uh, empathize, with, empathize the with the people who are actually are in. Yeah, because he is trying to save the world. So he's he, not just doing it from, a, you know, like a, his pedestal up here. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's, he's with them. Yeah. And so that he, that's what he wants. Uh, um, and, you know, he's getting thrashed by Storius while he's still on the ground. He hasn't yeah. got up yet. But when he does stand up, he does his dragon, Dragonic Knight. He goes straight tension. Dragonic Knight. And then. Uh, so he's, he's getting attacked. He's doing this speech as he's fighting Storius. And uh, Dorius does this attack. He throws another, probably another explosive ball. Probably would have been the same sort of power level of strike. Yeah. But at this point, really cool scene. Yeah. So cool. He does, he uses Slash's reversal. He makes it his own. Because, yeah. I mean, it's like more, there's more flipping because he doesn't have the, you know, the 
the sound energy barrier or whatever. Yeah. He like basically flicks it around and chucks it. I don't know if you've ever seen um, like the Three Musketeers. Like if they somebody throws a knife at him and they like oh, and yeah. flick it back with a sword. That so what I like about this is I don't know if they did. But what they could have done is they could have put Slash's actor in that suit just to do that move. Yeah, I could see it. And and like they're able to do those cool things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can never know. Yeah, yeah, it's totally cool. Yeah. Really cool scene because you can see that he's becoming a stronger swordsman. Yeah. He's not just getting more power. He's becoming just better at fighting. He's more capable now, yeah, yeah as a, an individual. So then uh, Yuri's impressed, and so he's like, okay, well, then I might as well do my thing, yeah. do my job. And so he goes over, and then, like, the king's just like, oh, you think you can handle me? And he's just like, oh, that was never a doubt. Yeah, you were never a thought in my mind, <laughs> Slash. Slash does his uh, light attack, mm-hmm. does light finisher, takes him out. Yeah, separates them. Separates them, and uh, then uh, Toma does, goes over and destroys the king. Does his final, final breeding. Yeah. And... Uh, Destroys the king. Castle blows up. Castle blows up. It's a big explosion. Mm-hmm. Toma collapses. Uh, Yuri MIBs the kid because that's what he's doing. He's he's erasing his memories. Yeah. So um, this makes me wonder, like, how many, uh, like, yeah. So and then he it goes. Yeah. Uh, the next scene is them at the bookstore. Yeah, b- them at the bookstore, and the kid's looking at the model, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this yeah." Is he's, he's basically a kid in a bookstore. Yeah, looking or at the in, a, model. in a candy shop. Yeah. And then it shows Toma, and he's even more bandaged up than May. Yeah. He's got both legs and bandages. He's got his arm in a sling, all this stuff. Yeah, and, but they're both sitting there looking like pieces of jerky. And they're, <laughs> But they're like, we did it. Yeah, and so Toma picks up this piece of paper, and he shows it to May, and it's a list of books. And yeah. it's just like, can you go to the Northern Base and get these books for me? Yeah, and if you do that, I'll get this month and next month's manuscripts ready. Yeah, so he's got months and months of advance planned yeah. up in his head. He just doesn't do them. Um, I just like how he's using that as leverage. Yeah, <laughs> to get I'll do to my job. If you do this for me, I will do my job. <laughs> yeah, you go for the books, and I'll write more books. And so she's like, oh, what's, what's this all about? And he's just like, well, we got to get Rintaro back on our side. Rintaro and the others back on our side. Yeah. So I need to, like, know what's going on. Yeah, he needs to study up on the history of the Swords of Logos. I need to research. Especially because now this is the first time he's ever heard that there was a Master Logos. Yeah. It's and like, so this is like, yeah, Toma, why didn't you do this before? Yeah. You know, he's a little too busy thinking. Because uh, at first, I, yeah, honestly, I thought he had already done that because there's so many books that he's read. But it's he's always been specifically about the swords themselves, yeah. not necessarily the organization. So the thing is, is, like, I think he thought up to this point, I can just win them with gumption. Yeah. But now yeah, a little bit of moxie. But now he's just like, oh, yeah, I actually have to, like, work at it and, like, figure <laughs> things out. Okay, I'll do it. And so she stands up and starts walking towards the, the door to the thing. And then uh, uh, Yuri finishes comic book. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's like the 20th time he's read it probably. Yeah. Uh, he's only looked at the one page, actually. If you look at the page, it's the only page that he ever looks at. <laughs> it's just it? He never reads the rest of it? Well, like, it's the only page I think they have of the book. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, because we see him kind of flipping through it in the last episode as he's stumbling around. Like, that was the thing that was preventing him from fighting in the last episode is yeah. that he was reading this. But um, every time that we see it, it's always the same page. Yeah. And so he's like, yes, I see now. A modern hero. And she's like, who? And he he's grabs like, her I, face. And... He's like, I will destroy the power, the power of the swordsman. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, and then he grabs her face and she shakes. And then he like points, uh, lights shake. And then he points at Toma, lights shake. And he's like, ah, la, la. He's like, yeah. and then they get up and they're both, he gets up and they're Healed. both cured. Yeah. How many, how many powers does he have now? It's like nine or 10. He's yeah. like, it's ridiculous. He can, okay. <laughs> he can blind people with light. He can remove blinding with light. Like, he can okay. He can reveal the truth. He can hide the truth because he can remove your memories. He can he can melt. He can heal. Yeah, he can. Heal. So, what's the healing type of Pokemon? Is there a healing type of Pokemon? Not a healing type, but there are Pokemon that can heal, and it's like weird. It could be normal or psychic. Usually, yeah, I want to say those two. Fairy we, also. So, so he's a light 
fairy psychic type. Yeah, or steel, too, because he's a sword. Yeah, steel. He's got all of them. He's a legend type. Yeah, he's the only Pokemon that has every type. Isn't, isn't, isn't like, God in Pokemon uh, a Pokemon? Which God? There's, like, God Pokemon? Yeah, this this one created the the universe, but this one's a God. This one created the the Earth. I don't know. It doesn't... Suspension of disbelief. That's all you need to know about the legendary Pokemon. Yeah. Like, don't don't try to worry about who's the most powerful. Also, the fact is, like, the Pokedex entries are utter crap. They just lie all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Because I think, like, Charmander can burn hotter than the surface of the sun or something. I don't know. It gets weird. Because it's, like, a million degrees or something like that, which is, like, hotter than the surface of the sun or something like that. Yeah, it gets goofy. Like, if that actually existed on our planet, the atmosphere would burn up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean about suspension of disbelief. Because if you try to, like, apply physics to any of it. To your dog fighting? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, anyways, uh, and then it's, the episode ends on just a fi- this focusing on Yuri's face for a little too long. Yeah. I don't know. It's him being serious? Yeah. It's a serious face? Yeah. I expect him to smile or something, but he doesn't. <laughs> Uh, so then it goes into the credits, mm-hmm. and then we get a post credit. Then we get a post credit scene. So you never know. You got to watch all the. You got to. Yeah. If you don't know people, every Japanese show watch till the credits. There's are over. potential. Yeah. Because it's never just like everyone in this episode. Because sometimes, sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't. So you have mm-hmm. to watch all the way through the credits of every single like anime and Japanese drama. Yeah. You know, because yep. you never know when they're gonna have a post credit scene. So uh, the post credit scene is Daishinji and Ryo talking, mm-hmm. and they're basically like, okay. So, so this is when Daishinji mentions that there was no reverberation. Yeah. He repeats that there was no reverberation in his sword. And, like, Ryo knows what that means. Yeah, so they both know what that means. So um, based on the preview for the next episode, I think what it meant was he's not a capable swordsman yet. Yeah. That's what I think he's yeah. testing for. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then, the, But they're talking about the fact that, like, uh, yeah, so Storio uh, says he didn't have him. And I love this where, like, Rio's just like, well, I'm not really one to trust them, but what if they're right? Yes, but let's just assume that is true. Then who has her? Yeah, if they don't have her, then who does? And we get this scene where she's sitting in that room that she's been sitting in, and she's looking away from the door, and we see a figure from behind walking in and, like, very molestily touching her shoulder. Yeah, and it's a cloak. You, you don't see any, but, any mm-hmm. person. It's just, like, cloaked down. Yeah, so it's, get- it's gold-trimmed. I'm guessing this is Master Logos. That's, yeah. Especially because his name dropped, or he sure. was name dropped this episode. So, he, uh, a mysterious Victor figure and a mysterious name, usually they're... It's Kento. Yeah. It, that, <laughs> well, that's just it. That's just it. The reason why I brought up that it was gold trimmed is that I think Kento's coat was black with gold, right? Or black with yellow? Maybe. I can't remember. They all wear... They, yeah, they wear weird clothes, but... It could be Kento's dad. It could be Kento's dad. It could just be, again, it could just be Kento, because we did see him get all red-eyed and, yeah. and shady or whatever when... Or it's just Master Logos, no character. Yeah, so, new character. Um, like, the... We have options so, here. so the idea, a lot of people are like, well, they didn't show him, so we must to know it is. Or they just didn't want to pay the actor for, <laughs> yeah. like, for one episode. Yeah, you can get anybody to stand it and creepily some, rub somebody's shoulder. Yeah, it's like, so we don't have to pay him for that episode. We're good to go for that episode. You yeah. know, he's probably a big-time actor. It's... You know, it could be could be Shotaro for all we know, right? Um, I don't think it is. We would have heard about that, but uh, then the preview from the next episode looks like a quote unquote upgrade mm-hmm. of um for uh Yuri, yeah. which is full color, yeah, and he looks a lot like the Shining Man, yeah, Shining the, Sword Man or Shining Cross Man, Shining X Man, yeah. Shining X or just uh, Shining Man, the, the Sword X Man. Oh, Sword Man, that's right. It's Sword X Man, <laughs> uh, but the thing is, is in Japanese, the the X could be cross, could be nothing, could be plus. Uh, it's usually cross in Common Rider, 
Uh, so it'd be like Sword Crossman. Yeah, Sword Crossman. He does have a uh, star-shaped cross on his face. Yeah, not a cross as in like biblical, but yeah, like a medical cross. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's actually like an X. Mm. But when it's an X in a title, it's like a capital X in the title. Yeah. They usually pronounce it as cross. Yeah. Um. So that's why we're it's like Spy X family or Spy Cross family or just Spy family. Spy and family. Yeah. You never know. So uh, I read a review. I, I was listening to a review of it, and like it, during the review, he said it differently every single time. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> so um. So I'll let you go first, so I don't steal it. So what is your the, suck? Well, that's just it. I have so many sucks you can't steal it. So you could. This is definitely the time for you to go first because I okay. I have plenty of so backlog my, on this one. Uh. So I've told you before. I don't mind the slapstick as much. Uh huh. Yeah. And I know I know you bothers you, but it doesn't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. Which is just d- opinion because I can like compartmentalize yeah. it easier. Yeah. But what does bother me is the idiot Yuri. Yes. Yes. It's, now that we're addressing this, yes. The idiot Yuri bugs me so much. Big time. Because um, I mean, it wouldn't even bother me. If he had been this way from the start. Yes. He was he's getting stupider. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Every episode he's more and more an idiot. Yes. He's it's like the more powers he has that they reveal, the dumber and it, less and less capable he becomes. It's like you d- so so you don't know what an escalator is? So there wasn't an escalator in all the books you read in the entirety of Thomas Shaw? Yeah. And like okay, for example, he he just says, Yes, I'm going to basically restore the power of Logos or whatever. Basically, he's going to fix the organization. Didn't he already mention that once before? Yeah. So it's like, what, are you just now getting serious? You weren't serious before? Need a comic book to get that to you? Yeah, you know, thank, thank a thousand, you, a thousand, A thousand years and the fact you gave up your humanity wasn't enough to make you get serious? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like now that you're here, like you, you gave Toma the ability because now's the time, right? Yeah. Like, so... The other thing that I forgot to mention way earlier, I didn't want to say it then because it was like it, it would have had it would have raised questions about the episode that lead me to this. The only thing I can think of in a legitimate reason that isn't just that he's crazy or stupid is that he doesn't want to help Toma because then Toma wouldn't have learned the reversal slash. Not that that's what he was going for. He just to, to make Toma stronger. He's got to let Toma get his ass beat yeah. and then teleport him away at a whim. Oh, that was the other thing. He can vanish matter. Oh, yeah, he can teleport. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, just just one of those things the, in a flash of light, if you will. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that's interesting is he has so many powers, and it the it's supposed to be the opposite of the sort of the sort of darkness is supposed to be equally strong. Yeah. So what the heck did we not see? Caliber do? Yeah. Caliber needed to do all sorts of stuff, and like, yeah. Like, so maybe it, it could just be that you know the he wasn't supposed to be the true owner, so he can't unlock its full potential. It yeah. could be that he wasn't a capable enough swordsman to unlock all of its potential, whereas Yuri is 100% joined with the sword, yeah. so he has all these extra powers, maybe. Yeah. But it just makes you wonder, what, what does the Sword of Darkness do if the Sword of Light is doing all of this? Yeah. What is it capable of? Yeah, so it's like, ugh, the idiot Yuri just hurts me so but, much. Yeah, very stupid. And, and like, if he had been this way from the start, I would have been like, yeah, sure, whatever, this is yeah. his character. Because they made him look like a wise and silent sort of uh, duty first. Yeah. No fooling around swordsman, and then now he's just a giant joke. Yeah. Just you a- know, there was that cool little funny scene where, like, it's it's like they saw that little funny scene of him switching clothes, and they're like, let's make the entire character this. Yeah. I, I guarantee you that got good reviews, and that's what's happening now. Because yeah. I, I feel like the like the first time that May was being wacky, not my style. But I guarantee you, they're like, oh, that they responded well to that. And so now we're just it's just getting hammed on, man. It's like all over the place about my suck. Uh, very very minor one. Because like I said, I understand it's not for me. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be my style of comedy. I kind of I don't I don't hate slapstick, but I do hate 
childish slapstick. But then again, it says it's called childish for a reason. Yeah. It's not for me. But that's not my suck entirely. Uh, where do I start? So you already mentioned y- Yuri, so we got that off there. Yeah, Maybe yeah. way too goofy this episode. That's gone. Um, if I had to say just one more thing, it's uh, Ren. Like, there's a limit. Okay, like before, it's like I was liking his character development up to this point. It's okay to be angry, but if he so if he had attacked Toma, just Toma walking around, no problem. That's totally something I could see happening. Yeah. But to, at this point in to time, ignore a, a Megiddo to attack Toma. Yeah, and no, ignore a Megiddo, ignore Legiul, ignore disaster, uh, and all the while tell, telling somebody that they shouldn't be mentioning Kento. It's like, dude. You're basically spitting in his face right now. Yeah. You just spit in Kento's face by allowing all of these bad things to happen and trying to prevent it by beating up the guy that's trying to save everybody. I realize that, you know, he, you know he's hot-headed. And this is one of those things that shouldn't even be a suck because I'm supposed to not like it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is part of a—it's a, not even a flaw or an oversight from the show. This is, this is intentional. I'm not yeah. supposed to like this scene. Mm-hmm. It's just very frustrating. I was just checking the writer who did the— uh, this episode, Tokofukuda, um, and he's the same writer for he's the, he was the head writer for Goat, which is considered one of the worst of the more recent series. It pans out, yeah. Uh, but uh, so what about uh, my Sugoi now? Because I always like to do the the suck first to get the negative out of the way, and so we can end on like a positive note somewhat because we also do a rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I did like about this is that four way fight. Yeah, I liked the fact that it was like. Uh, the camera work of it and the fight of it and then like how it started as a um, the fight evolved from like uh, a two on one to a three on one to like a different three on one. And then it like morphed into this like two on two without like naturally. Mm-hmm. And then it became like that. That's that's that was like when Kansas was like, wait a minute, I'm fighting. Yeah, because it was almost like they they. They their makeshift combo won because it was their synergy there. Yeah. They both have the same fighting style, so <laughs> yeah. they had a leg up. <laughs> yeah. Especially when everyone's not ready to be a team. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you've got you know, you're not fighting back to back with somebody because you want to. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I liked I liked uh I liked that fight sequence. Mm-hmm. And so I liked how that built and that like yeah. they were able to tell a story yes in just the combat exactly it was, which it is was what, well choreographed which is what this medium should be it's like what st- is strengthened yeah. it's being able to tell that story in the, the fight yeah it really shows the the strengths of this uh, stunt stunt coordinator in that yeah um they're also paying attention i guess yeah it almost feels like it wasn't just like here's a stunt team and this is what we're doing today it was like they were talking to the writer yeah they kind of understood the underlying emotion going into it and they're like yeah okay let's this is what we need to do here these none of these people are on a team together but let's make it happen. Yes. And so what is your Sugoi? Um, well, one, I like that Disaster is becoming a player again. Yes. Like I said, I, I, I want more of him. But now he's, uh, rather than just saying some generic crap like I want to see the world in chaos, it's more specific. I want to create an ideal world. Yeah. So now it's like a declaration that he is part of the story and not just somebody walking around that they need for a suit yeah. occasionally. Now he wants a sword. We don't know what. Which sword, yeah. Yeah, which sword. And uh, barring that, I do like that the logos, sort of logos are coming around. Yeah. Not all of them. You know, there's still some frustrating bits there with like Rintaro and, and uh, whatnot. But again, need, it's, it's, it's frustration that was, you're supposed to feel frustrated about it. Yeah. Like it's part of the story. Yeah. And it's also like, uh, like it's natural, their reactions. Mm. Yeah. Like I can see like their characters acting this way. Yeah. Because you can see Rintaro, he, like he wants to believe his friend. He does believe his friend, but at the same time, 
uh, I think there's some like he's a little bit afraid to let go of his idea yeah. of what's basically raised him. Yeah. You know, this is his life. Yeah. So he's got to question his life. And then uh, Rin may have went a little bit overboard, but I think that is mostly because Rake is like pushing. Yeah. Well, no, of course. It, it has all been building. Yeah. Like he might never even have attacked if she didn't come up and say that, hey, he has the Ikazuchi. Also, remember? he's been like being kept in the uh, kept at the north at the southern base the entire time. Yeah. This is like the first time he's been let out. Yeah. And he's like a dog that needs to be running around every once in a while. It was just <laughs> a very bad, huge loss of points for yeah. me. Like at the very least. Go over and try to hit King. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Push him down even. Yeah. You know, do something. Yeah. But no, it's just like straight up like, forget this. Hey, you, I'm going to push you out of the way. Rather than hit you with my sword, get out of here. And then now I'm attacking Toma full war. Yeah. Um. Yeah, rage, I guess, goes so far before it becomes just straight up just stupidity. And it's not necessarily bad writing either. I'm just saying it's, uh, I'm He's not like, supposed to like this moment in his no. character arc. Yeah. If you do, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I love that time where... When he was so cool that he almost let all those people die. <laughs> right. So it's it's almost like a it's like kind of a petty suck, but yeah. we've already gone in detail about what I actually don't like about the episode. Yeah. So it's just like this little little thing on top, little cherry. But your Segoy is that the, the is that they're developing that they're like moving towards like Yeah, because because there was always um well at the start even, I was saying that if, if Slash doesn't say anything, I could understand why. But it, it would get tedious if they kept that going. Yeah. Yeah. Because at a certain point, you, like, you know these people are reasonable. You know that they're trying to see um, the truth in the situation. So you can only keep that. The funny thing is, is like, he's, he, I, I understand this because this is the fact that they're the, only what we see. But in his mind, he's dating that there might be a traitor in the Sword of Logos. Yes. And the only other person is Reika, but he says that in front of her. Yeah. But, I mean, there's other people in the Sword of Logos. We just don't see them. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I'm like, she's the only other person you yeah. know right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um at the very least now i, I just really like that uh rio and, and daishinji are a- acknowledging that there's a mystery here whether or not that's truth or a red herring you yeah. know that's to be discovered but the point is now they're willing to do it mm-hmm. so and not that they were entire, entirely unwilling before now just that they see that Toma's not necessarily lying to them yeah um so now it is the writer ranking and so we have um I'm I'm still thinking Tom was actually the only one doing anything. Mm. Um so it'd be I think it would be Toma, uh Daishinji and Rio, like two and three, mm. and then four, Rintaro, because he does have a good um uh plot going, like yeah. his idea. And then um Kento, because he's still yeah. <laughs> this is actually this is one of those things where I agree. Yeah. He's he's not hurting the story. <laughs> yeah. And then Ren and then Yuri. <laughs> putting, you're putting Yuri on the bottom? Yeah. I can go with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm trying to think who's frustrating like, me more I, right I, now. Like, I'm not. I'm not even talking about the frustration. I'm talking about the fact of like Ren's frustration actually makes sense for yeah. his. his well, that, that's good. That's basically it. Yeah, it's like they're both they're both uh, directly impacting the the plot in a negative way. But at least one of them uh, makes sense. has a reason. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's the. <laughs> Sort of like it's like, dude, if you're gonna mentor him, mentor him. If you're gonna stand back and watch, stand back and watch. But yeah, I don't know. Sit there and drool. Okay, do that. But at least let us know that's what you're gonna do. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's like it's hard because I like I like where the story is going, but I don't like how this episode played out. Yeah. Like the parts of this episode are good. Yes. Like the story of this episode is good, but how it was done. Yeah. It's like ah, uh, and I think that comes down to the writer, but mm. uh, and like how they have to do things now. Obviously. Yeah. As I guess. Okay. So I guess if I had to say definitively, 
I don't like the episode. I like where it's leading. Yeah. So that's why the parts that I like, I really like. And the parts that I don't like, it's like. In the entire show of Saber, you would just kind of gloss past this episode really yeah, quick. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we were watching this in sequence, this is just one of those episodes. Yeah. Yeah. You're not me. I mean, this is one of this is one of the episodes that happens when you have like 40 of, of them. Yeah. Yeah. This was, there was always, this was the, you know inevitable outcome yeah. of a season i'm sure there's going to be a double episode eventually where i'm just like okay well this wasn't my favorite episode yeah yeah but i mean like one that wasn't <laughs> like plot wise and be like oh okay that wasn't like as satisfying as i would like it to have been yeah. but i can see this building into something really satisfying yeah. you know whereas this one yeah i mean and the thing is there was some really good fight scenes there was some um story developments yes. that i like like i said if like all the pieces yeah of it but just how they were put together and how uh how the like the actual plot points of it or like mm-hmm. yeah yeah like it would have been much easier if yuri had just showed up later yeah instead of being mm-hmm. an idiot yeah if they had just showed up late to the party rather than be like wait i'm, I'm what's what are you doing apprehension what are you talking about why do i need my belt why do i need this book why do i need to save people's lives yeah wait you have to i have to henshin henshin <laughs> you say oh yeah i've done this before yeah no so anyways um so the next episode of Common Rider Saber is called Chapter Twenty One. Shine the best full color. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean that that was always a thing, right? Like the, with light, there's uh, the prismatic yeah aspect of it. It bounces off things, creates and multiple like that different thing colors. Of, like, he's, he's 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 graduating from just a black and white manga into a full color comic book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's going to be his his upgrade or ungrade or yeah, his un his him I don't know not neutering himself yeah at least a little bit his awakening yeah his awakening that would be what it now is. he's semi serious yeah um and also we're gonna see a little bit more of um I think I think it's gonna be Dai Shinji clarifying what they're fighting about or not why he's, what he's testing him for kind of yeah it seems like they're gonna be um. It, having a round two is gonna be a little bit more serious i guess yeah not in a bad way like serious as and now if you lose i'm gonna kill you but although you don't know maybe <laughs> yeah. it's like if you don't survive you don't deserve to be a true swordsman or something like that so one of the I other things that's happening at the same time is they're nearing the climax of sentai the season sentai is nearing a climax oh okay so it could be they're kind of in like this holding Oh, they don't. Okay, it could be that they don't want to make the big reveal because it might get overshadowed by the finale of Sentai. Yeah, that makes sense. I think because they're at like forty-two or forty-three of mm-hmm. Sentai right now. Um, I don't know if that is the case, but I mean, as that's you, always I'm, something to t- keep in mind. Because like the show is moving forward, but it's yeah. kind of moving slower at like this leisurely pace right now. Yeah, because it's in this kind of like almost holding pattern. Yeah, they're not knocking them out. Yeah. Um. So uh, that could be the case. And also, like, uh, the world burning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, hopefully, like I said, like, if I think about, about this episode without analyzing it, I'm like, yeah, pretty good episode. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the first time I watched it, I'm like, yeah, pretty good episode. The second time I watched it, I'm like, yeah, that, that could have been an episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Yuri was always bothering me. but Yeah. No, he's good. He, like I said, very, very tedious. Very tedious the last few episodes. Just more and more tedious. Like if you just cut him out. <laughs> At first, I, I really liked him. Yes, that's the thing. I, I think, think that's what it is, expectations. Like, they set him up as somebody really cool, and then yeah, now he's just, eh, hey, guys. As soon as he his dumb mouth. Yeah, he's like the <laughs> drunk uncle that, you know, like he, you, remember, you remember having a lot of good memories with him, but now he just kind of pees himself on the couch. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, I've been Eric. I'm Eugene. And we will see you next time.